Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester, and with me as always is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling okay for me. I feel like you're mad at me right now. Yeah, well, we're, we're starting this to record this podcast 44 minutes after we were supposed to, but let's let's move on to better I, and I brighter things. I 16 <laughs> minutes early, I forgot I'm in the central time zone. Yeah, that's even worse. Um you know, one one of our potential guests responded and said, "What time zone are all these times in?" Even though, like, the top of the chart says in huge letters, "Eastern time zone." Yeah. But like, by the way, that's a fine. clear Central Coast dork asking that question. No, that's totally. But no, that's Eastern totally Coast person. He's not the co-host of the podcast who does this every single week. Okay, but but thirty-one of the thirty-two shows that we have scheduled, I am in the East Coast, and I, no, I just didn't know. No, you're not. No, most of them, you're eight hours away. That's true, but no. For yeah. most of the shows we've scheduled, <laughs> I'm in Florida. But I know that I'm I'm no. always on East Coast time in my head. Yeah, yeah. All right, swing and a miss. All right. Anyway, so yesterday we finished off our our wonderful trifecta of um, ranking every single quarterback of all time, and uh, you decided we ranked every quarterback of all time. We only did the well, top 112. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and we and we uh, you you decided erroneously. Even though I'm the one who has given Tom Brady way more MVPs than you, uh, somehow you decide that he's number one for some silly reason. But anyway, uh, so today we start our 32 fans in 32 days, and like we do uh, every year, we uh, you and I each did power rankings from 32 to one. And unfortunately, this year there was a consensus about who the number one team is. So rather than the drama, because there is no drama, everybody knows who it is. We decided we'd uh, get the worst out of the way right away. So we decided we'd start our previews with the New England Patriots. I'd say this is the least drama that's ever been for who's number one. And even less so, it's the least drama forever. Who, who, the team was 32, but we'll get to that in you know, a few days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we have to discuss the Patriots as we do every year, uh, Michael Clark. So, uh, Mike, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, guys. So let's, let's jump right in. 2017 has really been a year of incredible comebacks for hateful organizations. Uh, it started, obviously, with the New England Patriots uh, in the Super Bowl. But, you know, it's been, uh, it's been uh, neo-Nazis and Confederates, as we've seen this weekend, uh, the KGB and Russian infiltration of America, uh, the New York Yankees, uh, you know, with Aaron Judge. Mike, you only support some of those hateful organizations I just mentioned. Several, several of them, but not all of them. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> I'll leave All right, it to so, uh, listener's so, interpretation, which two. <laughs> so, so you're loving uh, 2017, is that correct? Uh, I am, I am, definitely. I'm ready for <laughs> the football season to start up again. 
Uh, Jess, they- you know Mike and I met for the first time ever uh, last week. Yeah, we had 48 minutes to chat while you were uh, trying to get your audio to work. Oh. <laughs> Sorry I left you alone with him, Mike. I do like, this is year three of us doing this. And, um, like, uh, who records in, an, you know, their audio under the sea? Michael, Pat's fan. Um, every year, his audio is, uh, is uh, you know, it's up there in the bottom. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was working for 45 <laughs> minutes when yours wasn't, though. So, like, <laughs> no, Mike can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you fine. <laughs> Yeah. I wa- well, I know he can hear me. I think uh, the is uh, I think the opposite is the issue. Um, the, the uh, what should we talk about? So I I just want to like before we get into the Patriots, I want if anybody has like a, seg- a segment suggestion for the thirty fans in thirty two days, send them our way because we're trying to mix it up from the last couple of years. Uh, people love the roster game. We're going to keep the roster game going. I already have that set up. <laughs> oh my that's god, a, that's, that's so America's bad. favorite game. Um, <laughs> But people asked us not to do wins and losses in the schedule with every single fan. So, right? So we're not going to do that. with. We might do that a few times. We're not going to do that with every single person. Yeah. You know, I, I have a couple segments like, uh, you know, coach, like when's your coach going to get fired? But that's a waste of time to do with Michael today. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Michael, I'm going to skip right to the schedule. Are you one of those Pats fans who thinks you're going 16-0 nope. this year? Uh, okay. I'll, if you if you remember. I wish you said, nope, 19-0, baby. <laughs> Uh, so if you remember the first time that I was on, um, coming off of uh, Super Bowl victory, uh, I actually predicted the Pats to go uh, worse. Uh, yes, times. that's uh, true. I, I yes, you do get credit. That's true. He gets no credit. He's he's down on them, and he's always wrong. No, yeah, but but he but he's not one of those obnoxious guys. Like I, I've been reading these previews. For every team by like you know like the local blogger on and you know like SB Nation and ESPN and where everybody thinks their team's going to twelve and four and and these Patriots fans are so obnoxious they're like the main question this year is will the Patriots go undefeated this year and it's ugh, I just want to throw my computer out the window so I I so. love the Patriots and so I'm only assuming how all the rest of America feels about this no more think pieces about 2007 uh, the Ringer stop stop I I cannot read <laughs> any more content about the last 10 years of the past. And I love the past. Yeah. I can only imagine how painful it is yeah. for every other fan. Yeah, I didn't click on any of that stuff, but I have definitely seen it. There's I, there's been so many gifts of, like, Randy Moss destroying the Dolphins in that game where they were up, like, 5,000 to zero at, at the halftime in 2007. I don't know, like, the, the whole Twitter, all of Twitter now is just, like, 2007 Patriots gifts. Yeah. And by the way, Randy Moss was doing it uh, before it was cool in New England uh, for years in Minnesota. So, please. I'd li- I prefer seeing Randall Cunningham toss it up to him uh, over time. I, I was looking at the roster. All right. So, let me, let me ask you the big like question here because, this team look, the Pats are coming back with everybody. Every Obviously, they're loaded. You know, they brought in like, a bunch of new pieces. Uh, they, they got Tom Brady, another Pro Bowl caliber receiver, you know, which he hasn't had in a couple years, obviously, since the aforementioned Moss left and Wes Walker left as well. I guess to me, the question is. The, if or when I mean, Brady like, falls off way, a cliff. Way, not that, way, I mean, again, way, after what we saw way, in the Super Bowl, it's not players, necessarily something we can expect. But again, like every quarterback in history, at some point at 39 or 40, that, it happens like instantly. Peyton Manning went from the best quarterback in the league to the worst almost instantly. Brett Favre, again, 2009, you know, top two quarterback, 2010, worst quarterback in the league. You know, Brady has like this quack, you know, fake doctor who gives him all these fake pills and everything. But there have been a couple of times in the last couple of years where he started the season slow and people started to question, oh, you know, and then of course he's storm back so is that the only thing that's going to hold this team back because i just I, I don't see a way that they don't go 14 and 2 i hate to say it um i agree with you that it is inevitable that it will happen eventually 
I don't know if it's going to be this year, but uh, it, uh, the expression is time is an undefeated opponent. I, uh, you know, a lot of Pats fans are saying, oh, just sit him the first four games this season, just like they did last year. Like, let Jimmy start four games, then Tom's out and fresh. I'm not going so far as to say that. I am expecting the same results from Tom this year, but I'm very optimistic about him. I, I have an irrational love of the man. I refuse to use his last and, and, I, and I forget, when you guys meet, does he call you Mike also, or is it, that's just a one-way uh, show? <laughs> Tom. He actually refers to me as Mr. Clark, but... Uh, oh, okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I... Like like you said, it, it's going to happen in a snap, and I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but I don't I don't see it happening this year, and I don't know. But I agree yeah. with you that that's you know worst case scenario. I think that's you know break glass if emergency is Tom Brady becoming, um, you know norm, but not not even normal, but below average quarterback. It'll be interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, From your mouth to God's ears, below average quarterback. But the, here's the thing. They didn't trade Garoppolo in the offseason, but he's a free agent after this yeah, year, right? Yeah, so they're going to have to make a hard decision, I feel like, after this year. Um, Can I ask a question nobody cares about? Yes. Do you, do you think I could ro- – in the legal leagues, you know about the legal leagues, right, uh, yes, Michael yep, Clark? Yep, there. Do you think I could roster Jimmy Garoppolo for a whole year if he's not going to play one snap? For a, sec- uh, for a second year of like, is he worth rostering for one year? Where he's going to stay on my? It's so hard to keep. I don't know. I I, a- I I feel like we've been down this road with Patriots backups before. You know, your Brian Hoyers, your Ryan Mallets, your guys that oh, he studied at the knee of Tom Brady, so he might be something special. And then they're Brian Hoyer and Ryan Mallet. I mean, you, you know, I I don't know what to expect from Garoppolo if he goes to a different team. If he's not in the system of, you know, the New England offense, if it's not throwing balls to a litany of white guys who no other team wants, um, I, I don't really... He's, he's a mystery to me, Garoppolo. All right, so let me ask you another question. Usually the team wins the Super Bowl and they sort of get raided by a free agency. And that's why it's so weird because this team actually... Improved somehow. I mean, you, you lost like Eric Blount, but you replaced him with like Gillis Lee and Rex Burkhead. You lost Mar- Martellus Bennett. You replaced him with Dwayne Allen. Uh, you lost Logan Ryan, I guess. But they added Brandon Cooks, where the Saints basically said, hey, uh, you know, we'll give you a Pro Bowl receiver for a Pro Bowl cornerback. And the Patriots are like, no. And the Saints are like, all right, we'll just give you a Pro Bowl receiver then. <laughs> um, and then you add all these guys on defense. I think Stephon Gilmore, uh, another guy from the Bills. By the way, him and Gillis Lee are just going to torch the Bills this year. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, David Harris, uh, another guy who spent a lot, a lot of time in the division. Who are you most excited about of all these additions that the Patriots have added um, this year? I'd be very interested to see how the combination of uh, of Gilmore and Butler play in the secondary. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the only year we get the two of them in the same secondary. But uh, no, I, I if if Gilmore's as good as advertised, uh, you know their 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 defense is really going to uh, be a, a kind of like a no fly zone. I'm looking forward to that. Um, 
What's the weakness if you had to, if you had like pick a weakness on this team right now? What's like the spot you're most nervous so, about? Playing? Morality and so, ethics. <laughs> the thing yeah, he's that, got no, Yankees Patriots fan has no concern about that. <laughs> I would say that the thing that has me most concerned is kind of like the Golden State Warriors problem of there being only one ball. And so if you look on offense, you know, a lot has been made of Austin Carr this preseason. Austin Carr, unless mm. someone gets hurt, isn't going to dress most of the year if he's even on the team. Because he's looking up at at Cooks and Edelman and Mitchell and Hogan and Amendola. And, you know, maybe he'll bump Amendola once or twice, but like, it, they're, they're stacked at wide receiver. And then my issue, I think, with the running game is, while I love them both and they each had like a stellar game in the playoffs. James White and Deion Lewis are the same, essentially the same player. They do the same yeah, things. Similar. So people also think Lewis is young, but he's like sneaky, been around for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. So you can never really play them. Can't both stay healthy. The, like, so I, I'd be curious to see how um, McDaniel's and Belichick kind of balance the touches within the offense. And, you know, Belichick likes to... Well, I think the fact that Deion Lewis got a dozen touches in the first preseason game implies that he's pretty low on the depth chart right now. I would agree, uh, which surprises me because he's very very explosive. He scored three different ways in the uh, divisional round game against the Texans last year. But you see who they trusted in the Super Bowl, and that was really... That's true. Yeah, White was was the guy. Yeah. I, I, I think I, we said this stat a bunch of times last year, but Lewis was, was yeah. getting ready to break the all-time single-season uh, broken tackles record before he got hurt in 2015. Like, he's... Yeah, sure. through six and games. Speaking of stats that are, you know, are done to death and everyone knows them, the Pats are undefeated in games w- in which Deion Lewis dresses. They've never mm. lost a game in which I he plays. Didn't, didn't, didn't they lose to the Jaguars this week in the preseason? You are absolutely <laughs> right. I take it back. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to which tight end you guys cut, like James O'Shaughnessy, because any of those guys is going to be the Jets' opening day starter. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Right now we have Austin Safarian Jenkins as our like starter, and he, you know he, the guy is just atrocious. He's he's the Bucks kick. He's the Bucks t- tight end version of uh, Roberto Aguayo, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Um, I know you'll probably get into it in the in the Jets podcast, but when was the last time you had a tight end, Dave? Like it's. You just don't. Well, the last time you had a tight end. What was what? <laughs> uh, Johnny Mitchell. Yeah. Kyle Brady was okay. Anthony Beck is uh, is like our new play by play guy or our new color commentator. He was he was uh, confident. Yes. All right. Are you ready for the Are you ready for the roster game, Mike? Well, do we have a song for oh Manchester? No. Um, I right, pick a number from zero to one hundred, Michael. Of course. He says twelve every year. Do you have an issue really? with the fact that I say twelve every yeah. year? Yeah. All right, I'll uh, just count down the days till this team's terrible. What do you know about Sam Cotton? A fake fan here. We, Rosters have like ninety guys at this point. This isn't fair. No, it's fair. I would know. Name a guy in the Jets. I'll tell you why he's bad. Um, <laughs> it's easy though. Sam Cotton, he's a uh, he's a rookie tight end uh, at Nebraska, six four two fifty. Man, they always find right. these big guys. 
I liked what I do. Uh, the famous uh, Chester getting the long snapper. That's my favorite one of the roster. Game. Roster game is truly our most popular. <laughs> the, the back of the backup People long. Wait all year for the for the roster game. Yeah. What else do we have for Michael? I mean, there's nothing. This team is. I it's hate to say upsetting. it, but like, if you're picking, it's like if you're picking a team to win the Super Bowl right now, like, what, like yeah. what, how could you? If you're picking a team to win the Super Bowl right now, you have to pick the Patriots. There's no, you know, the NFC. There's it's just like last year. There's three or four teams that are all yeah. about equal. In the AFC, it's the Patriots, huge drop, and then like Pittsburgh, Oakland, whatever. It's, ugh, it sucks. Is but there like, a chance you Belichick know? could like uh, just give up if they win the Super Bowl this year and be like, he realize like, let's just go out on top. Um, no, I don't. I don't believe. I. I uh, I mean, he's yeah, got I, else to I do. think he's. I mean, he, there's so many people in Boston whose whose wives he needs to cuckold. So. Ooh, he's the ultimate yeah. football guy. He, he, he's, yeah. I mean, there's so many people who would be thrilled for him to cuck their wives. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can... Michael, okay, I mean, give I, us something. This, <laughs> this is annoying talking about the Patriots. Um, I, I, I can know, tell I so about my experience watching the Super Bowl last year. If you're interested in that, or if it's only going <laughs> to. Nope, not interested. Tell us. Uh, I'm interested so, in hearing like how you felt at halftime. All right, so I went to a. I, I need more of that feeling. A lot of my friends, which is mistake number one. Uh, you never go to a watch party when your team's in it. I should have been like in a bunker by myself. Uh, so. Yeah, you should be by yourself with like one friend or or like family member who loves the Pats. And that's and that's it. You shouldn't be with. But but for them, Super Bowls are so old true. hat that like you know. That's like the you know it's it's an annual thing for you. Uh, so there were a lot of uh, bandwagon Falcons fans there. Uh, so it was it was awful for the first half. It was absolutely miserable, and that last drive when the Pats are down twenty one nothing and they're driving and they're in the red zone, I like check my numbers that I had and I had Falcons one, New England three. And so I, I was told, I'm like, well, I, I would love to hit the box, but I think I care more about my team winning the Super Bowl. So uh, as Gustavski ended up making the field goal, like I just like said to my friends, like, oh, like I've never been more annoyed to win $500. Which of course, like, made them hate me even more. Yeah, here you're not doing well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, as I'm like steaming at halftime, I'm watching that the halftime show, and before they kick it to the halftime show, they go to like the the um, you know the, the the Fox NFL Sunday guys cut to like all right, and like let's go and see the social media. Uh, czar of the night and it's katie nolan and it's like oh my god she must be dying right now she must be so annoyed that she has to be on camera and smiling right now talking about what everyone's tweeting about this abomination of a football game uh i mean so i don't know what you're talking half, about i thought the first half was fantastic yeah, it was a great it was game truly one of the best games <laughs> i've ever seen yeah and that's really all i remember to i don't be remember honest. where you watched Chester. how many people left the uh, super bowl party you were at the Patri- the Patriots fans left. Yeah, they left. Nobody else left. We were all. Everyone else was loving it. Yeah. Um. I mean. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No. So, so in the second half, when there was no second uh, half. The the Falcons mm, made it twenty three, uh, which is still the uh, background of my cell phone is the scoreboard saying twenty eight to three, with it's it with uh like two fifteen or whatever is left, um. So after the touchdown to make it 28-3, my friend 
gets up and gets in my face and goes, what's the matter, Clark? You're looking a little deflated. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. That's the best you can do. Yeah. Shut the hell up. Sit down. Mike Clark, uh, uh, 6'4". He's really 6'4". That's what I'm in person. Yeah, yeah, not deflated. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. I don't want to have it. I um, I saw someone t- tweeted a few weeks ago, and I actually liked it. It said, "Like if you've never actually said the words president and the and the name of the current occupant of the White House uh, in consecutively, because I, I still never have. So I like to live in a world where election night never happened and where the Super Bowl ended at halftime. So Mike is here to Hello. see if the Patriots can overcome that. You know that rough beatdown they they uh, they faced to the Falcons last year, and uh, try and do a little better in the postseason this year, as far as I'm concerned. All right, so quick predictions here, Mike. Uh, what, what's your honest prediction for this season? Uh, my honest prediction is that I do not go 16-0. Yeah. Um, I believe they're going to lose the okay. Oakland game. Because if that is that might be in Mexico. By the way, speaking not, of Oakland, Oakland and Mexico. Speaking of in Mexico. Yeah. Not, not only am I in Mexico, but our driver <laughs> is a huge Raiders fan. I think he lived in L.A. at one point when the Raiders were in L.A. in the 80s. And uh, so I tried to, like, start a sports conversation with him about soccer. He's like, now I'm an American football guy. I played American football, I think, in college. And uh, he's a huge Raiders fan. He's such a big Raiders fan that he's, he got his, like, cab to have XM radio so he could, like, if he's driving during a game, he could listen to the games. That's, like, real dedication for uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. For, like, a guy who lives in Mexico. <laughs> so, so, All right. So but, Mike, but Mike honestly, are you expecting on... a sixth Super Bowl this year? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kiva, what about you? I am. I mean, they could lose any game. Like, every single Super Bowl they play, they win by three I or mean, four. So, yeah. Like, but obviously, they're the best team. They're, this is the best yeah. team they've had. The, the only thing I will predict is I think this is the beginning of the end for Gronk. I do think he's totally falling apart. He's not the same guy. I think, like, uh, you know, the fact that they can't. Yeah, and, and without him, the Patriots can't win. So, you know, that's a right, tremendous right. loss. They can only win. He's been, he's been pretty healthy I, this I, preseason. I, I just, he, the, the one game? can't <laughs> stay together for, for 19 games. No, no, like, they're training camp. Come on. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, um, the, Akiva, I like they're going 14-2. and two. Our, The best we can hope for is, you know, they get upset in the playoffs. Right. Even if something happens to Brady, what's the opposite of God forbid? <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> like Garoppolo could still easily lead them to 14 and 2. Yeah. Sucks. It sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. I do want, like, yeah, I, someone's going to have to step up. I mean, you know, we have 31 more teams to talk about, but I am curious because I, I have seen a lot of people say, like, you know, six of the seven best teams are in the NFC. After the Patriots, it's very, you know, it, it's really all NFC teams that are the elite teams. So I'm very curious to see, like, who's the team you're most, you're not afraid of anybody in the AFC. Who's the team that sort of would make you the most nervous in a hypothetical AFC championship game, Mike? I would say Oakland. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Steelers. No, no. I do think there's – I mean, we'll get into this, but I, there's definitely some flukiness with the with the Raiders. I, I, I definitely think there's a little bit of more regression than people are uh, – And, and know, than my, you know, karma Robert could Mario come back for uh, the tuck roll. Oh, who cares? Which, by, no which, by the way... If there was any karma... Charles, yeah, there's no karma. Look who's in the White House and look who's holding the, the party Charles trophy, please. Charles Woodson hit roll. Brady in the head on that sack. Oh, my no. God. I can't believe we had to start with this. <laughs> I know. Well, like, even look, it can, it can only get better. I mean, no, we're going to talk about the Jets. It's going way downhill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this team... What's, what's going to be the total... What's going to be the spread on the Jets at Patriots game? Like, 24? Yeah, something like that. It'll be butt-fumble-esque. Like, the 40, it'll be like 48-3, the final score. Um, 
And and not only do does how, how many points would you have to get Akiva to to take the Jets in that game? I just don't think Belichick's gonna even care to run up the score because he's gonna like rest. <laughs> he's gonna rest his starters. It, it's like it's like when it, it's like when you know it's like, like when Roethlisberger rested against the Browns. It's like when the University of Michigan, like before the first Big Ten game, you know they'll play like uh, like who? Can, yeah, like when they lost, they yeah, lost that play. Yeah, but time. like who's yeah. the worst D two team we could we could start with yeah. <laughs> and lose to? No offense, Robbie. Um, the 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 uh, not only like are the Mets terrible and the Jets terrible. But my, you know, as you know, I'm a I'm a lifelong uh, Newcastle Magpies fan, and they started <laughs> off the season today with a two nil. We say nil in in, uh, in football, not soccer. Uh, home loss without my uh, beloved Dondre Yedlin, who's injured, and our best one of our one of the squad's uh, uh, best players, John Joe Shelby, also got a red card. Oh, is that why you picked them? Because of Yedlin? Because they have a good American? No, I don't. I know we discussed this on the Rafa podcast, Benitez, but I don't remember. Like, I like the coach of Venice, but yeah. tough loss to to, to Tottenham. Uh, All right, so Mike, let's talk about a more American sport. Um, you know, as things stand now, the Yankees and the Twins are like within a game of playing each other in the wild card game. So, will you go to that game? With uh, me? If the Yankees and the Twins play at Yankee Stadium, a one-game playoff, I will absolutely go to that game. Ooh, I mean, I don't know why I'm subjecting myself to this. But. Oh, that would be one of the, that will either be one of like the best or worst days of your life, Chester. No, the Twins never beat the Yankees. The Twins, the Twins have no business making the playoffs. You're like garbage closer. Strikes out Judge to end that game, and you win five four. The, who they, they already traded the garbage closer to Washington. Well, why are you in the Why are you in the playoff race and trading closers? That doesn't seem like it makes any sense. Because the the day that they made the, the day of the trading deadline, they had like a nine percent chance to make the playoffs, and then since then, they've won like eight of the last oh, ten. Okay. Um, and also, they're like two games above five hundred, but everybody in the AL is in the wild card race. So the only races left in baseball are the AL wild card race and the NL Central. Everything Akiva, else is like I think know, I, Akiva, garbage. I think children says. strike out Aaron Judge tomorrow. Why he's been Ooh. that bad recently? He's swinging uh, post all star break. The home run derby curse. That, that has nothing to do with anything. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, look, David Wright has like eighteen home runs since that like home run derby two thousand seven. So, <laughs> uh, I still love Aaron Judge, but uh, he strikes out all the time now. I think he's. Isn't it weird that Mike hates the Red Sox? Like you hate the Red oh, Sox so right? much. But you like the I – mean, it's just so bizarre to love the Patriots and hate the Red Sox. <laughs> I'm a bizarre dude. And remind me – are you a Celtics fan? Remind me. Uh, if I had to declare allegiance to the NBA, I probably would declare uh, – Me and Akiva, they haven't reached their peak in two years. Yeah, in two years he'll be a Celtics <laughs> yeah. fan. Come on. They're good, but they're not like – you know they don't have all their pieces uh, yet. Do, once they get I, all – I love Isaiah. I love Isaiah. If they had gotten Paul George, you would have I, 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 I love watching him play. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant you love the first Isaiah Thomas and the way he uh, runs franchises and treats women. <laughs> I really aspire to treat women the same way that Isaiah Thomas does. Yeah, he doesn't even spell his name right. The first Isaiah Thomas. I, I could. He never was like spell the, Isaiah he was like the early Dwayne Wade in terms of you know like it, misspelling his name and annoying everybody, getting the red line under his name every time he typed it. He's yeah. one of the. Yeah, I mean, we hate the Patriots so much. We're talking about how yeah. the first Isaiah Thomas. Uh, do we have his anything name. else for Michael? Michael, congrats on your thirty-fifth place finish in the uh, in the pool pools golf pool. Anything else for him, Chester? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he loses something. That's good. Um, I don't know. You know. So yeah, we, we're going to be a little freewheeling with these uh, previews. Again, there's some teams who are a little more interesting. The Patriots, one of those teams, they're just they're not interesting because they're so predictable because they're so good. Yeah. You know, like no, there's nothing to say about we, them. Like, what's do, new? We do usually like go position by position and ask about the player, but I don't want to hear yeah. about you know freaking Julian. Yeah, like I don't care about these guys. 
was a yeah. great catch. If you like. Tough times. Bill Simmons, by the way, on his idiot podcast with um with what's his name, where they ranked the twenty five best Patriots wins, he said Julian Edelman is the third greatest receiver in Patriots history, which is bonkers. Like, he's if you want to say he's eighth or ninth, I think that's really? a stretch. All right, well, who's I thought that was annoying better, Moss, the guy from the eighties. I wouldn't even say Moss. For Stanley. Stanley Morgan. Yeah, Stan- he loves Stanley. Also, didn't he pass? Um, that guy didn't. Would you pass? put Terry Glenn in- above Edelman? Yeah, yeah, Glenn, Glenn played a lot really longer. Yeah. Terry Glenn yeah. was a sneaky great Madden player. I understand that, but Edelman has Edelman has, has rings. Oh, so I now receivers that. are ranked by rings? So I guess Randy Moss isn't a good receiver then. No, no I, I enjoy Randy Moss. Some football outsiders. Yeah, I mean, Stanley Morgan, Wes Welker, Irving Fryer, Terry Glenn, Gino Capaletti, Hall of Famer from the 60s, also a kicker, by the way. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't. Randy Moss, obviously. Troy Brown. We forgot about Troy Brown, who played, you know. You can't put Wes Welker above Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman has the longevity. He's had seasons that Matt Welker. Wait, hold on. You said Julian Edelman has longevity? Welker had 3,000 more yards. What are you talking I'm about? I'm saying he's been on the team longer. Welker had, Welker had. Edelman was second. Okay, so you just said Julian Edelman has the longevity over Wes Welker. He was second banana to Welker for years. He was like, he was. They're Nickelback for a couple seasons. Wait, so so so, so again, so what, under what argument are you saying that Julian Edelman's had a better Patriots career than Wes <laughs> oh, Welker? This is a boring conversation. <laughs> because he had, because he played as long, but had fewer catches and fewer yards and fewer touchdowns. All right. Anyway, no, he's had a longer Pats career. All right, <laughs> going nowhere. And that's, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, like. He's played less time in his – yeah, anyways. Um, all right, so we hate the Patriots. We hate all the Patriots. We hate Julian Edelman. We hate Tom Brady. Uh, we hate Mike Clark. Uh, I mean, we don't, but we hate the fact that uh, he roots for these terrible teams. Anything else, Kiva? Anything else, Mike? Yeah, I, I uh, sprayed uh, suntan lotion in my eyes today accidentally. I was, like, going for my forehead. <sighs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> and it, I was out for the whole day. Like, I went down to the pool at, like, 9.30 a.m., sprayed in my eyes, and, like, I, I couldn't open my eyes. <laughs> That's it. That's I, I had to go up to my room for, like, six hours, and I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I, was, I literally wasted a whole day of my life because I sprayed. Like, my eyes burned. I couldn't open them. until. It- you also wasted that as an excuse to tell your wife for when you need to get away from the kids to record a couple I, podcasts I, honestly, in the next couple I, of days. There are, have been days in my life I would have done such a thing on purpose. My wife also claims I did this, like, five years ago also. Like, I accidentally <laughs> sprayed suntan lotion in my eyes. And like was just in in like capacitated for a few hours, but today was literally like nine or ten hours. Like I took a nap because I couldn't handle the pain of opening my eyes. It was really like truly a terrible day. Yeah, I will say for uh, you know Pat's content, I'm excited about the fact that the quarterbacks in our division are Jay Cutler, Tyrod Taylor, and question mark. No, Josh McCown. <laughs> don't don't insult okay. the McCowns. They're worst. <laughs> Hackenberg. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Hackenberg. Mike, you're in the Facebook. Oh, we should have mentioned this at the top, by the way. So, yeah, so we, you know, we created that Facebook group about two or three weeks ago where we have well over 100 members. Yeah. yeah it's going it's going really well. But did you see us? We ranked uh, every single uh, AFC East quarterback since the, in the Tom Brady era. Did you see that, Mike Clark? <laughs> I have not seen that yet. I'll, I, will, I will. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's Chad Pennington, number one. By a, <laughs> Hold on. Now I got to go find this. You people are annoying. J.P. Lossman? I, th- I still think J.P. <sighs> Lossman might break out. I gotta find this now. AFC East 
Kiva, did you listen to the uh, Seinfeld podcast, by no, the way? I just listened to your Seinfeld podcast. I listened to it too today. Uh, yeah, you did it. You, I mean, you did a workmanlike job. <laughs> no, it was good. You had one very good joke about Hiroshima. It was really funny. Yeah, Rob missed that one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so Adam Cohn posted this on August 5th in the Facebook group. He ranked it Chad Pennington. So these are the AFC East quarterbacks the Patriots have faced during the Brady era. Uh, he said Chad Pennington 1, Ryan Tannehill 2, Drew Bledsoe 3, Ryan Fitzpatrick 4, Jay Fiedler 5. Uh, Fiedler had, you know, for two teams, so did Fitzpatrick. 6, Tyrod Taylor, 7, Brett Favre one season. Why 8, Chad Henry. 7? I don't know, 9, Alex Van Pelt, 10, Trent Edwards, 11, Mark Sanchez, 12, J.P. Losman. It's getting ugly. So then I went ahead and I actually made like a char- statistical analysis of this. Um, my rankings are 1, Pennington, 2, Tannehill, 3, Tyrod Taylor, 4, Fitzmagic, 5, Jay Fiedler, 6, Bledsoe, 7, Mark Sanchez, 8, Vinny Testaverde, 9, Trent Edwards, 10, Chad Henney, 11, J.P. Losman, uh, who ba- basically, who by the way played for Miami also in addition to Buffalo, uh, 12, Brett Favre, 13, uh, Geno Smith, 14, E.J. Manuel. I only did guys who started at least 16 games. So... Um, that was really like a, like a Spurgeon win. Yeah, well, yeah, Spurgeon win. Spurgeon win uh, started a, a, for the Vikings once. I don't know if he ever started it, uh, for the Jets, did he? No, I believe he was on my twelve worst quarterbacks of all time list. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Kiva, did you see that I tried to predict your top ten for the the yeah, quarterback? Yeah, I think ranking? you. Uh, well, I, that podcast out now, so I think I could say. Uh, of course, <laughs> you. I believe you got uh, all ten except. I think Otto Graham. You may have gotten ten for ten. Otto Graham was right. Yeah, because you don't you don't have Otto Graham Akiva because you're an idiot. And also, he mixed up one and two though. Because I only count I only count uh, some of his seasons, not all of them. (laughs) He doesn't count the first six NFL championships that Otto Graham won for some reason. (laughs) Well, because they weren't NFL; they were AAFC. Yes, they were. Yes, the Cleveland Browns were the champions of the National Football League. I don't know what you're talking about. I believe they were. They were. I don't. I don't count anything pre 1950. (laughs) You do, but only for half the teams. If you want to hear more of this argument, listen to yesterday's podcast. Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, join the Facebook podcast. group, listen to our uh, 100 <laughs> quarterbacks. Uh, most of the podcasts will be a little bit more professional than this, but we're just frustrated with the Patriots. No offense, Mike. Yeah, and we'll be back with a, a team, a surprise team. Yeah, surprise to me because I don't know who's next. <laughs> all right thanks mike uh mike is on uh, twitter at an unsuccess story which unfortunately is not the reality for his football team all right thanks a lot guys <laughs> Bye. electric lights blow my mind but I feel alright I never stop, it's how we write Coming up until we die Will you catch my eye? Bitch, you wanna fly? I'm so alive I never stop, it's how we write Coming up until we die
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.